Oh, they were all drunk. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 325, with your hosts, with the mostest, Randy and Jason. How y'all doing out there in internet land? Mm. You talking to me or the audience? Uh, yeah, everybody. You know, we get a lot of feedback from the audience when I ask those questions. I throw them out. They always respond. Like, I always. Feel like, no. I feel like we need a sound machine that does a round of applause or like, or like a greeting. You know? We've talked about it. I need no. a little soundboard. We, clap. <laughs> we've talked about a lot of things. And then every now and then I'll get like super Whistles. motivated. I'm like, we got to make a brand out of this. And then by the next, by the next time I eat a cookie, it's gone. Like, which is as often. Right. Well, yeah, right. That's it's like the next time I have a snack or something, or I see the sky, I forget. I'm like, nah, work. Too much energy. I took a I took a bunch of notes. If that helps. Yeah, I was glad because you were saying you had a ton of stuff to share on the, sh- uh, to share on oh, the show. Oh boy, we had a smorgasbord of a weekend. I don't know how to say that word. Yeah, I mean, um, and here's the thing. I'm gonna let you run with it because you I can't deal. The world's miserable right now, and I'm just like, I want to turn it off. The world is miserable. It Part is. of the misery, yeah. And I was sharing something. So we need to find some positivity. We do, and and I don't know where it is. I mean, school's about to start. I'm like, panic, night sweats, the whole thing. Afghanistan's a mess. COVID's well, closing in. I mean, the world is just, just a mess, a mess. So I know yeah. I'm certain so. you've talked. People have explained this sort of thing, but you can't be responsible for the whole world. So this is true. Uh, you get to focus a little more locally, like yeah, my and keep shrinking, school. shrinking, shrink the window more and more until you find happiness. Right? Could be the kids' school. You can't handle all that either because they're going to bicker. You know, we're having our school committee meetings as oh well. My gosh, People yeah. come in, rah, you know, rage about everything, and then um, you know, just then focus on the kids, and then they hate you as well. So then focus even closer in on like. Um, I think that might be like the hardest thing. This box of crackers. We put so much energy into the kids. Yeah. And they could give two figs about it. Let me tell you something. That was topic number one for the show. You did. All right. Let's talk about like uh, I've already determined that uh, the kids don't. At age nine and 13, respectively, for my daughter and my son, they don't don't need us anymore. hmm. They're done. They've moved on. Nine and 13. That's it. Um, Exhibit A. They're, as we've discussed in last week's show, which you've yet to publish, the they're at camp. They're at overnight camp for the first time. By the time the, the listeners hear this, this, true. this show will have, that show will have published. So, and a uh, quick quick recap: like we can't communicate with them per se. Although I did write them a letter, I wrote them each a letter. I did address my sons to the wrong cabin. Hopefully, they'll figure that out. Um, they sent us back a letter. My son sent us a letter. My my daughter did not. Now let me ask you: Did they like yeah. the letters cross, or was it in response to your letter? No, I mean they must have crossed. Okay, all right. I mean they may have been in response, but I will um, read it for you now, and you can be the judge as to. You're gonna read the you're you... gonna read the mail on the show. Read the mail. I read the mail, but you're gonna read. But it's not <laughs> okay. <laughs> From my son, uh, North Camp, Camp Dakota, Cabin Eight N, Max James. All right. Uh, they scanned it and emailed it to us, which is fine. But he wrote it by hand. Wait, they, he wrote a handwritten note. They yeah. scanned it and emailed yeah. it. Yeah. Quicker that way. It's nice. Ah. It says, hello. I was made to do this. 
Okay. Period. Now it has been a lot of fun. Oh, we're just gonna read the whole thing and then we can take. Yeah, it, apart? it goes on. Okay. I accidentally, which he almost spelled correctly, but he's a garbage speller. I accidentally <laughs> signed up for all ropes, but it was fine. We okay. are doing a Harry Potter thing, and I am in Ravenclaw. Bye. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack, and yet there's nothing in that letter. He's 13. I know. Yeah, that's... I mean... Okay. When he says, I was made to do this, as in this was his mission in life, to write no. home these <laughs> terrible letters. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't believe that's what he meant at all. Oh. Pretty sure he means they made them write letters home, which obviously they likely attempted to make my daughter write this a similar letter, and she flat out refused. Is my, my interpretation. Really? We have not, we have like, not received. I will not do that. Because <laughs> we haven't yet to receive a letter uh, from her. And, you know, we see the pictures of them, and they are basically happier than I've ever seen them in, t- in their entire lives, right? The f- if they knew they were looking at us through the camera, I could have, they would be making a different face, is what I'm saying here. So what they need us for is is money. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all they need, because money buys food and shelter. They moved on. They're done. Okay. I'm, so, I'm 100% certain I could uh, rent my daughter, my nine-year-old daughter, an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> and and give her money to do some grocery shopping and she would happily live on her own a successful and long life really yeah at 9 okay <laughs> i'm on 100% certain 100% well let's go back to the um yeah the letter but oh, sure okay so he was made to do this oh, against his will he was forced to write but he did it he did it and then what was the second? This, oh, I accidentally I, – I had some confusion here. I accidentally signed up for the rope course, but it for was okay. For all ropes. So I'm assuming what this ropes. means oh. is that he uh, – uh, you know, they have a schedule for some times that you can schedule – you can sign up for different things. And he must have signed up for the ropes course Okay. more than he was expecting. That's all. Okay. So, yeah, more elaboration would have been nice. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, but it's all right. So I guess we're not going to move on, right? There's not really like a... He's not in Slytherin. I guess that's good. Okay, yeah, no, no, we didn't get to Harry Potter yet. So where did you guys yeah. leave off with the Harry? Did you ever finish? You did finish, right? You did finish the Harry with Potter. With the kids? Yeah. And the reading? Oh, yeah, we read the whole Yeah, thing. you broke through their fear and their trepidation. Oh, long while ago, yeah. Embraced mm-hmm. the Hogwarts and got into the... Okay. Um... Yeah. Okay. So, so we pick them up. We pick them up this Friday and um, Friday. So three days, four Fridays. Friday in the evening, and and uh, I'm bracing myself for the, you know, where they're just like, Bah, what are you doing here?" So I think I told you a couple. I two two Saturdays ago, I picked my kids up from two Fridays ago. I picked up my daughter from camp. Great ride home. Chatter, chatter, chatter. Yeah. Told us all oh, the good. things. Stepped in the door. Went right to the computer. I said, you, you got to pick yeah. your stuff up. Started mouthing off. Oh, at least I didn't leave my the lawnmower. Oh, the cat came. Yeah, to that visit. was last week's show. Hey, the cat. Yeah. And I'm um, just like, it's funny. This cat will come down here and she just comes out. It's like, hello. Meows at me and then walks away. Sometimes she jumps up. She needs pets. But right now, I don't know what she's doing. Anywho. Yeah. And then within five minutes, just was like, I was like, are you serious? 
And then my son, oh, I didn't do the pickup for my son. My wife did. She went to pick him up. And uh, so, yeah, she said, I don't know. It was, uh, yeah, more chatter. But it was the same thing. Like, I'm excited to see them. And then they just act so, yeah, I I don't know. So I think yeah. a while they've, it's been eye-opening for my wife and I as well. So while, while they've been gone, we've had the freedom to not be stressed out about screaming about teeth brushing every night and that sort of thing. And just nag, nagging, nagging about all the dumb little things. <clears throat> so life's been very free-flowing and uh, nice and comfortable. And mm. and we um, – so my wife had her 30th uh, – I shouldn't say that. Let me just you know bleep that out. Come my on. wife had her high school reunion. Yeah. Uh, she went to high school in Martha's Vineyard, All right. which is an island, you know, very sheltered. And, she, and so we went down to the island to She graduated to to... in 91, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, she yes, did. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. We went down to the island to go to a reunion. I didn't know and... she went to high school on the island. Oh, absolutely, like? yeah. Does she it's just a, like – It's a big high school. It's the whole island. Like just so, money falling out of her yeah, pocket, super A lot rich, of weird – Just <laughs> – no, not at all. That's what everyone thinks, of course, right? And that yeah. was one of the big conversations with some of the other people that went there. And and of course, this is like it's not her crowd either. So I'm not even sure why we went because she didn't really hang out with any of these people in high school. And it's not the type of thing that she would normally do is go to one of these events. Hmm. A little bit introverted, right? But we went anyway, and then she got a little bit nervous because no one was there. So then I had to kind of you know do all the icebreakers and be the dumbass husband and set, was, the, which, set the stage a little bit like what, what what's the, what's the venue what's the situation? the venue a oh, good 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 point yes so the venue was was uh and, and there's a story here the venue was just someone's house oh wait what and it was like the, obama's house no it was uh Jackie one of the Onassis islanders house, house you know like yeah, most like of the kennedys most of the people that went to the to this high school i, just, I don't know about most but a great deal of them still live there so they they remained on the island. Really? Uh, uh, yeah, it's a weird thing. And um, so one of them had you know has a house, has a pool, nothing too fancy. It's like a normal suburban house kind of thing. Really, it's uh, not just like a sprawling mansion on the no, island, no, on no, the no. Cliffs. You're thinking of Nantucket, you know? No, nah, Martha's Vineyard has plenty of that. Yeah, only in like Edgartown. Yeah, well, I don't know one of the right? towns. I don't go there. This is a uh, Oak Bluffs, more rural. Well, Oak Bluffs area. isn't. Uh, I mean, just the name of it. Did you see yeah, Chesterfield and uh, <laughs> Twilliger? The real right? Twilliger. There's two. There's two different crowds, and I've, I determined this after I pretty much asked everyone that went there what they did for a living, which was fun. But so we get we arrived there. Uh, we rode our bikes there, of course, because that's what we do. And everyone, you know, had to ask about did you ride your bikes here? Oh my god, I knew you would. We're just gonna get drunk and drive home, like sweet. Um, <laughs> and they Wait, did. You drove your bike. Of, it's like impossible to drive your bike to the vineyard, so you're gonna have to explain. You didn't drive it over the water. We yes, we um, we leave the we leave the motor coach on the mainland, and. There's a bo- there's sort of a bottleneck with these islands. The islands a problem because you got to take a ferry to get to the island, uh-huh. a boat. Yeah. And the people have reservations for this ferry boat to put their motor coaches on it, and it gets very full, especially in the summer. And then you got to wait, and it's really expensive, and it's a pain in the butt. And yeah. you just can't get you can't get reservations, and it's really expensive to take your motor coach. But if you ride your bike cycle, you can park. Um, and you you can park in the lot on the mainland, and you can ride your bike cycle down to the the ferry boat and get on any boat you want. You don't so have to make no reservation. reservation. No reservation. Nice. All right. They'll stack all the bikes in the corner. No big deal. Really? 
Okay. Yeah. Now, do people like scowl at you a little bit? No. Now, do you, when you walk your bike onto the, are you like grinding it against the people, people's cars? Oh, like, yeah. oh I'm well, sorry. Well, they usually they usually let us on first or last, mm. you know. And so you go in the corner and then they're done. Yeah, yeah they're big on the rules. Like you can't ride your bike onto the boat. You got to walk it. The, you know, the steamship people get furious with you. Yeah, I mean, because you just one. navigated all that motor coaches, but. You might fall off the boat. You might fall off the boat. Yeah. Which is great because pushing the huge cargo bike is fantastic. Like, yeah. All right. How come the guy on the motorcycle gets to ride onto the boat? That thing has two wheels. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So wait. You get on so the ferry. Take, and you put, take the ferry boat. Yeah, we put the bikes on. No big deal. We had a couple of bags. We didn't even bring that much stuff. So just regular bicycles. No kids, right? Because it's so, just the two so of you. It's just the two of us. Yeah, so right. nobody's like, man, give me a snack. I want this stuff. I'm like, this is amazing. We get on the boat. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to, I am going to get my own snack. I'm going to get my own bag of M&Ms for the, that cost $10 on the boat and go sit outside and watch the other boats cruising around in the bay. And then we got off the boat and my wife and I look at each other. We're like, well, party's not till four because we went down Saturday. Mm. And she's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Well, it's only one. We don't need to go to your parents' house. She's like, no. Let's just go to the beach. So we just went to the beach, which was, you know, right next to the boat. Hung out in town, went to the park, went to the beach, got more snacks, then rode over to her parent house, said hi, changed real quick, and then went to the park. Right, what did you change into? What, what's the attire? Well, they had a pool, so I put on my bathing suit. Okay. And, uh, and <laughs> swim shirt, no swim shirt. This is a long running joke here. <laughs> I rode over there without a shirt on. <laughs> okay. And then you put a, sw- a shirt on. So I arrived. I arrived shirtless and put a shirt on. <laughs> no, with did you put a swim shirt on? No, no, okay. no. I put on a collared shirt. The collared shirt. All right, nice now Julie, my bathing suit. She yeah. riding over there topless also, or uh, she's got. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, she had her. She had her pool attire. She, full, full intentions of changing the bathing suit. Just magic, I just. I got the whole. Got to get the whole picture. And yep. it's, we'll get to why this isn't creepy as it sounds, right. but like, is she wearing the bikini top and like the, like, is she got her bathing suit on? Like, like, what's her, what's her, I mean, is she wearing the shirt? Like, I, w- well, I know I told you she intended on wearing her suit over there and she didn't. Okay. She didn't. So she brought it with her and then didn't change. But yes, it was a bikini, but okay. she didn't have a, a, she didn't have like a bikini top and then a sweatshirt draped over her shoulders like the kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> but this is the thing, right? Like, we can get into the Facebook stuff later. Yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> later. So this is the this is the most <laughs> important part of the whole story. By the way, this is the, the most important part of the whole story. We arrived there on our bicycles, and I can we're like the first ones there, of course. <laughs> even though we're a little bit late. Wait, uh, a little bit late? How late? Well, this was four. It's like four ten. Okay. So all right. So you got there at four ten, and it's there house with a pool. Yeah, okay. we're like, I can see the house, I can see the pool, I can see some kids hanging out by the pool. Now, is it a potluck? Is it bring your bring a meal? No, they catered, catered it. Okay. You know, they, right. We sent them some money, all this stuff. Okay. DJ. Uh, oh, DJ. All right, fancy. Uh, it told the neighbors so they could be out late. And okay. <clears throat> oh, so, so we uh, see, I, I look in there, and you know, as I'm putting my shirt on, and I see some kids in there, and there's a couple people mingling around. So we, we hustle in there, and I, I see these kids hanging out by the pool, and they're looking at us, and at these types of parties, I usually hang out with the kids because the adults are super boring. No offense to all the adults, uh, but they are. You know, they're just pounding jello shots and acting like morons and talking about stuff they barely remember. <laughs> so the first thing I do when I walk in, I look over at these kids who are sitting there by the pool. I'm like, you know, pointing at them. Hey, you and me, diving contest later. And they're like, oh, they're getting all psyched, right? How, diving contest. How many kids? How old? Well, so, again, this is the important part of the story. There were... 
two boys and a girl sitting there that were around the age of 10, you know, up and lower around 10-ish. Now, were they and guests a, or did they live in that house? I'm getting to that. And, there, okay. and then there was a teenager also in the vicinity near them, but kind of, she kept looking at me and running away. I don't know what her deal was. So we went in. We talked, we introduced, we said a few things, whatever, said hi, Julie's chit-chatting, I grabbed some snacks. There's a lot of snacks in the story. And then I go back over and I sit down with these kids, even though there's some other adults there. Again, super boring. So they had this outdoor furniture, the kids are hanging out. I went and sat down with the kids and they're like, you really want to have a diving contest right away? Yeah, why not? What's the big deal? You got a diving board over there. It's broken. Let's see if we can snap the thing off because it was cracked on the bottom and bent over. And they're like, oh, yeah. They're like, what kind of stuff can you do? Like, I don't know. We'll see, man. Can you do backflips? I don't know. If I have to, right? So you go and, to this person's house on yeah. Martha's Vineyard. They have a yeah. mostly broken diving board, and you're like, let's mostly finish broken. it off. Yeah. <laughs> I was ready to snap that thing right off. Wow. Yeah. All right. That's a weird play, but all right. <clears throat> so I look at these kids. Here's the most important part of the story. And these are high school kids. I look at – they're 10. 10. Oh, okay. Okay. Around the age of 10. I thought you said there was a high school kid around. There's one older teenager there. I told you. She looked, She kept running okay, off. Okay. Runs away. Okay. So I look at these kids, and they say, so – um, you know, you guys live here or what? And he's like, one of them looks at me. He's like, yeah, well, yeah, uh, no, yeah, yeah. What? I said, what? <laughs> that, this is not a difficult question. And that was a real oddly evasive answer. <laughs> do you live here? Yes or no? Yeah, well, yeah, I do. Um, and he, he does, but you, just for the summer. I'm like, what? So did when I came here today, you saw me come in. Did you come here today or were you here when the day began? <laughs> right? If somehow in my brain, my brain knew on the side to avoid questions about, because I always find like questions about mom and dad can be a little bit sensitive because you might say something about mom or dad when they're divorced or something weird is going on. Mm. And then, then you get into this whole like, I don't have a dad thing. Anyway. So, and then they're like, no, no, we, yeah, we, we were here today. I'm like, okay, great. So you're this, he's staying here for the summer. He's your friend or something. I was like, oh, you know, he's from, he's, he lives on the island, but he's staying with us for the summer. I'm like, okay. And then the other little girl kind of ran off after that. I'm like, that's super weird. But I was pressing them really hard on this issue. And as I'm walked, I got up, walked away. I'm like, I'm going to come back, but you guys make no sense at all. Like this whole story about who lives here and who doesn't live here. Totally bananas. It was a simple question. I don't know why you can't give me a straight answer, right? Yeah. So I'm giving these kids a real hard time about where they live, who their parents are, this kind of stuff. It doesn't really seem like it's uh, that hard of an answer, though. They're foster kids. Oh. <laughs> Way to step in it, Randy. <laughs> She's literally fost- she fostered to adopted like five kids, and the kid... So the kid that said he lived there was already adopted. The kid that he was saying is staying there for the summer, they're fostering. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, how did you get to that answer? Eventually, they just said, we're foster kids? <laughs> no, no. I They never told me. I explained the story to my wife later, and she's like, oh, yeah. They're all foster kids. I'm like, oh, my goodness gracious. Wait, so were they all – so I was going to say were they all related, but no, they're not. But were no. they all like – all five kids belong to one set of – Parents? So now I don't even know no. if it's too. No, oh. she's been sort of picking them up over the years. No, so. yeah. wait, she. There was one mom? Well, yeah. There was one parent, one guardian, I guess. This is weird. I, There's one guardian for all right. five of the foster kids? So, you know, there were a lot of people there, and I didn't, I, I only knew, I only discovered which 
woman head of household lived there. I don't know if there was a man figure head of household in the subject in the in the picture. Okay, I didn't quite get that information. Okay, wow, all right. But I know that because she, we talking with her, she's like, "Oh, you're coming back down to the vineyard. Make sure you come over here and hang out." I'm here all the time. I never leave except to buy groceries because I have seven children here, right? You know, <laughs> she was like very weary, right? I'm like, absolutely, we'll be here. You got the pool and the diving board and yeah. all these cool things going on. Bring the kids over because I keep heckling my wife to bring that we should bring some friends down to the vineyard with our kids because they don't, they hate us. They yeah, now we're, we're, we're to that age too now where we're, we, yeah. we're starting to talk about bringing kids to yeah. entertain yep, our yep. kids because, right? Yeah. Because they, because okay. we don't entertain them. And then she's like, no, no, we don't have room and my parents will hate it and all this stuff. Well, this just, this just solved both problems. We don't need to bring any kids with us. We'll just go hang out with the foster kids, <laughs> which is an awful thing to say. But, well, why? We'll just go hang out with these other kids. Yeah, that's not because they're there oh, and she's inviting us. I'm like, perfect. Pigeon among the, and no. Pigeon yeah. hold them into saying they're foster kids. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was I was pressing them so hard on that <laughs> issue, and I the I, only thing I didn't say was like, "Does your mom live here or not?" And I was on the the hairy edge of just being like, "Where in the hell does your mom live?" <laughs> oh, man. right. And then they were gonna, "Oh man, I wish you would embarrass yourself <laughs> in that way." I don't have a mom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's in jail. Like uh, that was. My, oh no. I mean, I, oh man. I don't know where she is, but where yeah. are they? Right. That's that. So I asked that question later. I was talking about this with my at my uh, in-laws house. Yeah. And my, one of my wife's brother's friends was over there. You know, Tenth removed. Right. I was chatting. We were joking. He was a funny guy. I was joking with him about it. I'm like, oh, I really stepped in it with these kids. And I explained the whole story about where do you guys live? Blah, blah, blah. And he makes this joke. <laughs> he says something like, yeah, you know, my mom's in rehab. I'll see her in seven months kind of thing. You know, at the end of the summer. I'm like, wow, that's awfully specific. And then later, you know, and I'm laughing my butt off at this. I already said ass earlier. I can't retract it now. I'm laughing my butt off at this joke he's making. And then later, my wife is like, uh, his ex-wife is actually in rehab. She's oh, an alcoholic. I'm like, what What are you people doing to me today with this? <laughs> like, he made the joke, not me. Yeah. <laughs> this is- That's tricky. That's tricky. I would never. Well, I mean. Uh, yeah, in that environment, because you like everybody's all mixed up, right? It's all strangers, hundred percent right. right. strangers. You could right. usually tell if a kid sort of looks like a parent, right? You can sort of like find some traits or stuff. Right? <laughs> but I mean, if you're like meeting with one family and the, you know, the the right. kid looks totally different, right? But um, wow, all right, all right, wow. So uh, I thought I did a pretty good job not stepping in it. You know, because I never said anything about the parents. But they know, were also the very know. well. <laughs> it's not like the they kids, don't know, right? Oh, the kids knew. They were yeah. very well prepared to. Uh, hmm. I mean, these kids were super fun to hang out with. I basically spent the whole night with them doing hmm. goofy diving contests. You saw one of the videos. Do, having these ridiculous diving contests. We were doing flips and twists and jumps and dives and back dives and yeah. taking pool equipment out of their bin and then breaking it. and. <laughs> We may or may not have popped several of the pool floats. I always do that. It's every, every time I go to my brother-in-law's, I always break a thing. And I'm like, I don't, I even, I don't even need mean to. He I'm, came over. The, the one the one kid that was really chatty came over to me later. He's like, you know where that, that, that Dunkin' Donuts float that we were diving through? He's like, you know where that is? I'm like, no, where is it? He's like, it's in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> we destroyed it. I'm like, awesome. That's great. Oh, boy. That means uh, we we it was a good party. He's like that. That makes it a good party. I'm like, totally. You got to break something. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. 
Yeah, wow. Hey, you know what, though? Uh, here's some trivia. Not really trivia. It's sort of a 80% of the world's orphans have yeah. a parent that is alive. So at least one parent that's alive. 80%. Okay. Yeah, no, they're just having a hard time. And, of course, yeah. I, I, we left there, and on the whole way home, I'm talking to my wife about when and how we're going to start fostering and adopting kids. And she has a panic attack and falls asleep in the car. Uh, that's me though. I'm the other way. Cause my, my wife, like she's done all the paperwork with the state and all the stuff. And she's like, all you need yeah. to do is sign this form. And I'm like, look at the house. I can't <laughs> look at the backyard. Our kids well, can't. let me ask you. So if she's yeah. done all the paperwork, I'm yeah. making the assumption that they would want to come see the house and say, yeah, where are you going to put this child? Yeah. And if you don't have a room dedicated to that child, yeah, they're going to be like, no way you could stuff all four of your other children in a small cabinet by the boiler, and they'd be like, "Well, that's fine, as yeah. long as the foster kid has their right. own room." Right. And you, okay. I, I mean, I mean, faithful listeners here could remember years back we put three kids in one room. If you remember, we put on three daughters, and the intention was to sort of create this other space that oh, the we play could, space. <laughs> well, it was supposed to be like a, and then we were, and it just I don't know. I'm in trouble now because I talked about it enough on the show. Now she's because she listens to the show. She's gonna be like, "See, we should totally do it." Um. But yeah, oh, yeah. it's, um, mm-hmm. it just never, it would never could keep like the space and the condition that we could ever like turn it into. Well, a- I, yeah, I feel like there might, you, you could, you could generate some animosity. So I told the, pl- well, our plan, my plan with my wife, which is what I talked through was like, look, we're not, we don't have to decide ourselves because this is a family discussion. We can, we're going to pick the kids up from camp. They're going to say they're bored with us. Then we're going to go back down to Martha's Vineyard. We're going to go visit this family, play with their kids. Mm. And then we're going to leave there and come home. And on the way home, I'm going to talk to our kids about who those kids are. Oh, really? So you're yeah. going to pivot from uh, boarding or uh, yeah, boarding school to adding more kids. <laughs> so to be serious for a second, the, yeah. the state is in like always in dire need of like immediate urgent housing, which right. means like I got a phone call. You get a phone call at two in the morning. Hey, you I got a, a two-year-old. I got to get out of the house. I yeah. got to relocate this two-year-old for the weekend. So it's, you know, it's obviously a terrible domestic situation. So it's usually like drugs or violence in the house. So the parents have to go to jail and you right. have some, they need somebody to take the kid for the weekend at least. Well, until the judge sees them, right? So that it's, um, there's a lot of that. And, but then it's super hard, like, cause you get, of course you get attached to these kids, right? And then you attach the kids and you gotta yeah. give them back and then you get in touch with the, and you're like, right. I'm providing a better environment, but they, the state always wants to, the courts always they want, want to, they re- want to put reunite, back with yeah, family. with yes. family as much as possible. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I it's got to be, it's super hard, but it's, I think it's a super valuable. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm in trouble if I keep talking about. This. <laughs> <She's gonna be laughs> you late. said it was yeah. valuable. We're doing. I it. know. Sign the I do. I wish. I do. I. But I think this is the thing with my kids. Like last night. This is a perfect example. Last night, my wife was like, all right, we can watch a movie at night as long as you do X, Y, and Z. And uh, where was I? I forget. Oh, yeah, Grace, we did a soccer thing from six to seven. And the girls wanted to watch a movie. So my wife's like, okay, as long as you clean up your bedroom and you got to do this and this, we'll, we'll eat dinner at seven, 15 when they get home. And then we'll, they did none of it. They just goofed around and like played on stupid tech and they wouldn't do anything. And then it was like, no, it's now it's seven 30. Your bedroom's still not, we're not starting a movie this late, blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's a constant. If there had some sort of routine in my house where 
then I would find more room for it. But I just don't, I don't think right now I'd be able to do it in a way that would be healthy for one, my kids and two, it's a very stressful thing to add another person that's you know super needy into the house. So, well, yeah, who knows if they're yeah. super needy? I don't know. Depends well, the they usually are. If they're in a foster situation, that means they don't have a house. They don't have parents. Well, or, well, or they've, 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 They've developed some independence as well. Yeah, so you, you could get all kinds of things. You need to build yourself what's called an accessory dwelling unit. What? Uh, 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 an ADU? On your, on your property. Yeah, an ADU. <laughs> it's an accessory <laughs> dwelling unit. It's like a, a building on your property that someone could live in. That's all. Wow, I, I started typing it, and it's like accessory dwelling units, Massachusetts. Yeah. What? Why is, why is Google like that? <laughs> Because it's a common thing. Because it's a common thing people do for like their in-laws. You know, they build a little little outbuilding. Mass.gov site on smart growth, smart energy toolkit modules, accessory dwelling units. Yeah. Uh there's big zoning discussions around this because if we don't allow people to build them, then we can't make uh you know, we can't make housing more dense to have families live together and that kind of thing. And you, you could it, let's pretend that Acton would allow you to do it, which they never would. Um <laughs> NIMBY? I think they might. <laughs> What's well, very much a NIMBY? No, thing. Acton's got stuff to deal with. So, uh, yeah. You make a you make a room it, uh, for uh, maybe it's a little two bedroom. Maybe it's a little two bedroom, and you throw your older kids in there, right? Uh, I'm gonna move my. How about I move out there? Yeah, <laughs> you, and your wife, you move out there all alone. Oh, no, I mean yeah. my wife and I can move out there. Your wife, your wife, yeah. go out there as well. I'll let her cohabitate with me. <laughs> oh goodness gracious wow so i see today i learned about accessory dwelling units see, we don't have enough space on the property so what does that. it need what do you need well that's the thing what do you need to have i don't know it depends on the zoning laws man it's just uh it's just you know i know people that have built additions that are kind of like little apartments and again mostly it's for they call them in-law apartments, but it could be mm. not. You're not. In- it's always something. I don't know if in-law. like I'm trying to find out if like it needs a kitchen. <laughs> oh, I need, see. In order yeah. to make it a dwelling unit, does it yeah. need septic or what? Is it, what are the um, minimal? Right. Could you just get away with an insulated shed that they sleep in, and then they come back in the house to to blast? They the being me. <laughs> <laughs> it has to have a tunnel. I think that's a requirement. So you need to be able to go from a tunnel. Yeah, the basement of your house. To the why do you need a tunnel? That's because that'd be awesome. It'd be oh, amazing. Oh, oh, yeah, it'd be amazing. That part would be true. Yeah, <laughs> no one would ever see you coming. They see you go into this little building and then never come out again, and you just be in the house all of a sudden. Because we have this stupid lot behind my house that yeah. is like not big enough to put a house on, and the taxes. It's like uh, nobody's paying taxes on it, right? So, oh, you could buy it. I, I could buy it if I could put like a small. I always thought about buying it? it and putting a uh, garage on it <laughs> or a uh, workshop, maybe, but mm-hmm. well, not not with a septic, you know, not needing to add a septic system to it. Uh, Sure. Well, you attach it to yours. If it's yeah. part of your property. It's pretty far away from my... It's just a pipe. It's no big deal. <laughs> well, well, it would be like... It'd be a long pipe. <laughs> Still. Well, the slope, it has to still go downhill, right? It's not yeah, downhill. it's a minor slope. I watched a whole YouTube video on this, actually. Mm-hmm. If it's if it slopes too much, you get some crazy turbulence and it'll break the pipes. What? Really? Because you're, basically your turds will slam into the corner so hard. <laughs> break the pipes. You don't want to have... You serious? don't want to have a... 
<laughs> yeah. If it's not sloped enough, you get a lot of buildup, right? So you need it sloped just enough <laughs> to to basically be able to rinse out all the the. What do you think my turds consist of? Though <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's it, that point was weird, and I wanted to kind of call them up and ask them because we do have vertical pipes in the yeah. house where the turds hit the corner and then they go fall straight down. Yeah. Uh, so that, but uh, those are usually cast iron at the bottom, blasting through the bottom. Not in mine. We had uh, the cast iron were all exchange, uh, placed yeah. with PVC. Hmm. hmm. Well, I mean, it basically becomes fluid once it's all flushed. It's not. <laughs> Right, I mean, it's coming with like two gallons of water. It's not like, no way, man. What mine? Mine holds strong until they hit that plant. <laughs> <laughs> I drink a lot of coffee. Anyways, this is weird <laughs> and awkward now. Um, all right, so back to the reunion. So you're, how did about the? Tell uh, me about the characters, the reunion stereotypes. Did you get like? Did you oh, have some like inappropriately gracious. drunk people? Oh, they were all drunk. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they were doing jello shots. They were handing out jello shots. Did anybody go in the pool in their clothes? Um, there was a lot of like pretending to throw people in, and that got really boring. And I almost threw some people in that I didn't know because why not? Uh, but then, you know, if this were twenty years ago, we'd throw everybody in. But the problem is, they all have phones in their pockets, oh, and then right. you just you just cost them a thousand dollars, and you have to be like, "Can you take your phone out of your pocket so I can throw you in the pool?" Like, you get a preempt a little bit, yeah. And that takes away all the. My daughter just need, I, some. I try your headphones with the. Sorry, try hey, Faye. Try your headphones, but make sure that plug wire is all the way plugged in. Yeah. So she got a like an audio book. You know these little audio book things at a library. You ever seen these? Yeah, things? I have. Um, and they like them, but uh, like she's like my headphones don't aren't loud enough. I'm like, what? She's got like over the ear headphones. I'm like, they gotta be loud enough. That's crazy. So she came yeah. to ask for earbuds. You're not loud enough. Yeah. Um. Do the Libby stuff. Just download to one of the devices that they'll turn yeah. the book off and no. play video games. Yeah, on yeah right. Exactly. Um, must <laughs> <laughs> uh, book. The book was only twenty minutes long. You've been on that thing for three hours. <laughs> Get it? There's yeah, yeah okay. exactly. <laughs> all right. On the same page. Uh, all right. Um, so I determined that so yeah. basically everyone, everyone that lives there that still lives there. Uh, they do they do one of two careers, and it was very stereotypical. Like okay. the, the wife was always a teacher, a teacher, okay, a, t- a teacher or some teaching capacity, and the husband is a builder. They're a carpenter, or a builder, or hmm. a contractor, or an electrician, or something. Because essentially, that island is supported by the disgustingly rich people who constantly rebuild their vacation their vacation homes for no reason. They literally just tear them down and rebuild them or they renovate them with like $15 million renovations. Just like, I don't like this whole area. Make it yeah. amazing for me by the time I get back here next summer. You know, so they, they just, that's it. That's their career. They live there and then they build stuff for rich people, which is a fantastic little, and, I, and that, it was funny because I was thinking to myself, hey, I was like, hey, you know what? Trickle down economics does work in some ways, but that was, that was a weird little side whoa, joke whoa. In, my, in my head. Okay, Reagan. <laughs> In some economies, it's, it's exactly what happens. But you know what, though, I don't yeah. even believe so because those those car, those contractors, they're pulling down two hundred grand a year. Yeah, especially the like foreman dudes, the people that yeah. don't the guy with the name on the truck, they're pulling down at least six yeah. figures. Yeah, easy. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's your point? I mean, it's not really trickling down because those are those people are still pretty high. Like they're oh, well, well, well high into the middle. It's not yeah. getting down to the. 
um, what's the word? Poverty people? I don't know what you call them. The <laughs> no, it's not. It's not really. True. There's there's people taking their taking a big chunk of their share out at each step of the way. Yeah, for sure. the millionaires are handing handing it over to the hundred thousand dollar heirs. Yes, whatever, you know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that seemed to be the um the commonality. Like no one, there are no. I thought there'd be it, some service industry people, but I guess what I've heard is that there's a, the migrant migrant migrants. Yeah, the migratory workers. What do they call them? Migratory, the migratory workers. Migratory birds, you're thinking of? No, the workers that like the like everybody will come like the everybody the migrant workers. I migrant they workers, yeah, them. not migratory, yeah, migrant workers, yeah. <laughs> is it is huge on the Cape and on the islands? Very know. much, yeah, and and uh, right, they're sort of they'll be like the bottom of the totem pole kind yeah. of thing. But but um, Getting and they don't they won't live there year round, right. right? They'll ship a lot of the money home and then they'll leave. They're seasonal, let's say. Seasonal, but the people who live there year-round—they're well, called migrant workers. But it's not like a derogatory thing. It's they migrate there to work, and then they migrate off. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. But we can't do yeah. that right now because COVID. Because <laughs> COVID. Well, like this this summer and last summer, because of a lot of the restrictions, there's been t- uh, from what I've read and heard, you know, smallest violin, right? Right. All these people who can't get there. I don't know, I'm being a little like judgy and whatnot, I guess. But the- but the you know the island is very seasonal. Of course, people come down in the summer and big. And then my in laws complain that it's busy in the summer, even though I don't know every every year is the same thing. Ah, so much traffic. Ah, can we? We've done this for the last eighteen years now. Can we stop? So can you get around on the uh, bicycle easily on the island? Well, you know full well that I can. Yes, I know you can. I'm asking in the royal you. So in the Royal U, I would say uh, Martha's Vineyard has a, a fair number of bicycle paths that are separated from the road as well, and so they're pleasant. Although these roads are very fast moving at this point, people are—they're like cape drivers. They're out of their gourds. They will go as fast as they possibly can until they hit something. So it's just noisy in some places and loud and annoying. You know, it's like ugh, gross. Um. But because the kids weren't there, again, I whipped up. One of my favorite things to do is to go look at uh, Ostrava heat maps. You're probably aware of this. I am, but maybe our listeners are not. <laughs> Perhaps the listeners are not. So Strava is this application we use to track ourselves. So that why what is it? Ego stuff? I don't know. Why do we track ourselves? Track to yourself when you run, when you bike. Performance. It's a, so, yeah, so you it's, can increase your performance. And you yeah. can say, hey, I ran this far this year. Some people do it. Some people don't. I, don't people get, I, I like it. I don't know why. It's just an easy habit to get into. Yeah. But because so many people do it, uh, and Strava collects the data. So much data. Uh, there's you, They have this thing now you can go look at, which is a they call heat maps. You can go in there and basically see where everybody has been going. And you can't see who it is, so it's all anonymized. But... The more people that go somewhere, the brighter the line gets. And you can use this site to kind of discover trails that aren't published, right? You just, there's no way to find out they exist otherwise. But you can count on the people that live in the area or that have been in the area to find them and they show up on the heat map. So if someone has been tracking themselves on Strava in this area on a trail, <clears throat> you can pretty much guarantee it's, it's passable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we found all these sweet trails. I'm like, look at this. Look at where these people have been going. There's all this stuff in the woods we've never been on that go from where we are to where the party is. So we rode. We had these really oh, wait, fun really? rides. Oh, man. Yeah. Between even where the boat went. So between the boat and her parents' house and the party and then back home and then back to the boat, we were riding these trails in the woods we'd never been on before. So you use it 
to find that kind of stuff, huh? I use it to find new ways to go places, yeah. Huh. And a lot of times what it helps me find is like, you know, on Google Maps or something, there might be a couple of dead-end streets. Yeah. But there's a path between the dead-end streets. Right, 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 right. That, that isn't marked, yeah, but everyone uses yeah. it. And that shows up on the heat maps because everyone uses it. There's one in my neighborhood here that I'm looking at. There's one in your neighborhood, and I think I found it for that reason. Although I think I knew about it from decades ago. Hmm. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, there's one in your neighborhood that I'm certain shows up on the heat map. Yeah, it's very bright. I used it this morning, actually. (laughs) Yep. Um, Yeah, we called Deer Blood Lane because I found a dead deer on it. (laughs) There was a, there was in like March or like February of. Uh, maybe my kids rolled in. I have a, one of the bones in my garage still. Um, we found like a dead deer that was frozen in the like snow, ice, slush. And then we went back like a month later to like, oh, let's go find the skull, right? Or something. Yep. We couldn't find the skull. We found all the rest of the body, but no, like all bones everywhere and like legs, it's gristle and gross. But we couldn't find the head. Well, somebody else probably took it. That's yeah, all. that's good. I never even thought about that. I just figured like an animal took the skull. Took the skull. <laughs> It's funny. Or another person. <laughs> yeah, of course, another person. Anywho, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's funny. I was browsing through some of the camp photos again to see what my kids were up to, but so I'm totally paying attention. But uh, so, so so phase two of the party, as it got later in the night, and I my my wife got a little more comfortable. Wait, wait you I, skipped. You skipped off. Skip? The, you skipped off the heat map. I mean, maybe we're done. Maybe it was just easy to get around. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What else? That, that's it. That's the whole heat map story. Right. <laughs> okay. I was thinking of this because I looked at the notes. That's all. So oh, phase yeah. two of the party. Yeah. My wife got a little more comfortable. She was talking to people. I was introducing myself to everybody. Hey, I'm Randy. Hey, I'm Randy. Yeah, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and oh, I introduced. My... There was these two women sitting down at a table. I sat down next to them. I was like, "What's up? You know, I'm Randy." And they um, did anybody say me too? Yeah. No, they didn't. And <laughs> the one woman looks at me and she's like, I'm I'm not associated with any of these people. I'm like, okay. That's good to know. Neither that's am I. How she let off the Yeah, that's how that was her intro. I'm like, Amazing. that's fascinating. So but I, I was like, You're hilarious. So I sat down and talked with her. Yeah. And these the pair of these two, so it turns out <laughs> Wait, why was she there? Out, yeah. This is the best part. Okay. So maybe five minutes into the discussion, I get the full story about how her husband left her a week before. And so she's there. She came to this party with her friend who came to the party with her boyfriend who went to the high school. I'm like, sweet. Wait, what? Her husband <laughs> left her a week before. Yeah. But her husband was a graduate? Like no. a mom? No. She was her- just there because she couldn't be left alone. <laughs> right. So there's a man. There's a man who went to the high school. We'll call him Bob. Bob. Yep. He went to the party with his girlfriend, Susie. Susie. Susie <laughs> brought her friend Nancy Beatrice. Yeah, oh. Nancy. Because her friend Nancy's husband had just left her, and she was sad. Uh, so Nancy. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, now. I, now so I talked with that for a while because now. Because they were fascinating. Because her she friend probably was, was like a... legitimately depressed and probably couldn't oh, yeah, be left depressed. alone. My joke. But her friend is a psychologist, oh. right? The one who brought her along. Okay. Which is great. Talking to psychologists is super fun because they they analyze everything, but they know they're analyzing everything, so you can both kind of do it as a as a shtick. Mm, okay. Um. And <laughs> I don't know. They were just she had some emotional ups and downs, but I spent a good portion of the night talking to them for some reason. 
And then I, I was like, you know what? It's been great. Uh, the kids are over there kind of getting bored. And I need to I need to fire up some more pool games with them before they get a little. <laughs> so we, you know, we we launched round two of our pool shenanigans. And then we, so there were, there were only like I think there was two other adults that went in the pool. But only after they spent an hour changing into their bathing suits and prepping and having 27 jello shots to get ready. And then it was like splashity splash. Look at us. We're oh, oh my, we're so amazing. Yeah. Go on. You're making a face. I'm dumbfounded. There's all these trails in my my woods that I there's a path that I don't know about. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're looking at the heat maps. Yeah. Yeah, I'm <laughs> What? I can't even I can't even believe it. There's like two different trails that So unless you click the the boxes. What do I got? A box, yeah. Uh you know, you you're looking at both the running and the biking. No, I yeah. put I just I clicked just the running. You clicked just the running. Yeah, nobody yeah. took this on the biking trail. Okay, but I'm going to get back to you. Um, Okay, so, all right, yeah. So some of the other people did go in the pool. Wait, there's another path. There's all these <laughs> paths, man. There's tons of paths. What? They're everywhere. And that's how, it's how I find ways into neighborhoods. Like, behind it's like you're just behind oh, people's no. houses and yeah. stuff that you just never know that they're, they're really hard to see. Yeah. But the person that lives in that neighborhood uses it and they start their run at their house or something. And you're oh, like, that's oh, another, sneaky. This is craziness, man. Crazy. There is so many different like this amazing amount of data. This is so cool to do this. Okay, but so you said nobody went in the pool uh accidentally. No, they all joked about it, but I think the phone thing has ruined it. Yeah, you're right. Nobody's willing to like chuck somebody's four hundred dollar phone into a one thousand dollar phone. No, they need water. to they need to put them away before before the party begins. Yeah. So I would have thrown a lot of people in. I would have pushed everybody in the pool for for giggles to be like Julie, why is your husband ruining it? Is there everyone? And then maybe it would have been cool. It would have kicked off some fun stuff. I am um, actually, I'm back to the heat map thing again. <laughs> I'm very glad to see like how much these trails are used, though, because yeah. it, it sort of, uh, for the listeners, um, it like breaks, makes them brighter the more times people use them. So yeah, like, it's the probably roads just you, are all to be pretty, really bright, yeah. but some of these trails are really bright also. Yeah, I mean, the ones that you're using, it's it, the brightness is, might mostly be from you. Wait, how? Yeah, how old is the data? Uh, I think it's you know one of those um, forever. Well, yeah, but it probably looks at the last year or the last okay. amount, some amount of time, right? Mm. Maybe they weight it based on more recent gets brighter because some of them are like a single line. It could be one yeah. run. Some of them you can see a single line. That's usually like bad data. You know, if it's kind of wobbling out in the middle of nowhere, that might be bad. No, GPS but this stuff. is like cuts between two trails. Like it looks like it would. And they could have just Be tromped it. through the trees. Yeah, right? I know, and I have done that. <laughs> right. And that was probably you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at yourself, basically. Oh, oh, wait. That was when all the peepers were out. I found this whole, like, vernal pool. Right. And I this walked is the time I was it. lost. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. I wonder if it's me. All right. Um, wow. We're doing two different things. So, okay. That's fun. Uh, nobody went in the pool. How about anybody, like, make themselves uh, anybody like throw themselves at somebody else like inappropriately like oh well, it's hard to tell because and then yeah like, i didn't i didn't know who belonged to who yeah. and remember i i just just ignored the adults because they were all drunk on jello shots and just being obnoxious so i, I was trying to think kids. of all the tropes me and the foster i'm flipping through the pictures from camp they're throwing axes tiny oh. axes <laughs> yeah Throwing, they're not, they're like little hatchets. They're not the big axes. All right, let me ask you, since you brought this up, 
Well, you didn't yeah. really intend to, but I was thinking of a scouting event. We're like trying to think of stuff to do with scouts. And I was like, yeah. what if we went paintball, played paintball? And then mm-hmm. I was like, ah, I don't know, kids playing with guns. This maybe is not that cool. That's what scouts is, right? It's right. Like but then training. I said, but wait, they, yeah, they do shotguns and rifles at camp. <laughs> I mean, that scouts is like prepping them to be uh, the next military kids, right? Well, I think they're supposed to survive, right? So uh, when the EMP <laughs> goes off, then we can, they can. Oh, hunt. is that what it is? Yeah, uh, it's like Red Dawn. Yeah. Wolverine. Yeah. Um. So, okay. But then, but then I was like, ah, eh, but then they're shooting people. Like mm-hmm. at people. And I remember when he was young, like psh, this was, we were young enough that one of our kids was still in diapers. Like he was going, oh, he's going to Cub Scout camp and he was supposed to bring, like they were allowed to bring things to shoot at the range. Yeah. And he brought a, he brought a diaper once, but it had an Elmo. It had a Elmo face on it. So they didn't <laughs> let him use it. <laughs> he had to turn it around. So he couldn't it shoot at Elmo. He couldn't shoot at Elmo. He could shoot at the back of Elmo's head. As long as Elmo couldn't see it coming. Uh, yeah, so, hmm. That's a tricky one. Yeah, I don't know. Paintball with the scouts. I, I may, may. Well, because you also, well, right? You are, as scouts, there's probably a big strict rule with guns where you never point a gun at a person. Which, well, that's that's a strict rule everybody should abide by. <laughs> like, in the well, world, yeah. at all times. <laughs> there's an unless you plan on killing them, right? But well, then, right. yeah. There and then wait, that's an option. No, that's not well, supposed to be an option. But then you go to paintball, and yeah, you absolutely have to point the guns at people. But they say yeah. so. Hmm. I don't know. It's a tricky one. That's slippery slope. Uh, do you think that's slippery slope? Yeah, I kind. I mean, I sort of enjoy paintball, but at the same time, I think it's it's a silly. It can be silly. Like if if I were to do paintball, yeah, again, because I used to play all the time with. Oh, you did. Woods. I played like in high school, we'd go play with each other in the woods. We didn't, we didn't really you do, play paintball uh, with each other. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's wrong with me? All right. <laughs> go on. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, I, I would keep it to, uh, I, I would avoid the, the guns that have like the super rapid fire stuff. Cause it's so obnoxious. When you go to a range and they're just firing off a thousand rounds a second, kind of thing, it's like okay. Wait, the paintball no. guns do that? Oh, the new, yeah, the newer ones. In the in when you go to play in one of these facilities, you can just sit there and <laughs> rapid fire and, and waste a thousand dollars worth of paint in two seconds. And, really? So I'd much rather have a, a slow fire, maybe even like manually loading guns, where you have to like insert a single ball at a time. That'd be amazing because then it'd be much more strategy. Right, you've got to be sneaky. You got to hide. You got to track other people. It's more like a sniper game, as opposed to just who. If you're sh- two people are shooting at each other nonstop until one hits, that that's boring. That's super boring. Much rather be able to sneak up on someone, and then if there's a group of them, and there's one of you, and you get one shot off, and you got to reload by hand, and then they figure out where you are, you're in trouble, right? So you got to be you got to be able to manage that. So that that'd be more fun, I think. We should do that single shot. Manual loading paintball. Manual loading? Mm. Do they have like paintball snipers? I'm sure, Well, it's the same. I don't really know if there's a different gun. It's pretty much the same gun. Well, I don't know if they'd be different guns because the paintballs, like they don't have the same sort of uh, aerodynamic ballistics, no. I guess. As, no, uh, they, they as knuckle. Bullets. Right? Yeah, they go crazy. Even I've seen that. I've only gone like twice. Even that you can see like they'll tail off funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And they also go way slower than bullets. 
because the one time I was like, this is crazy. You can actually see the paintballs. And, I, and then I was acting, I was, there was a guy there that was with us and he was like a mill, he was in the army. I'm yeah. like, can you see bullets like that? And he's like, we just like, are you out of your mind? Like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I don't know. We, like, I can see the bullets. Right. He's like, this is a paintball, you dummy. I'm like, all right. No, <laughs> We're no, not no. trying to murder them. Yes. You want the paintball to go right through them. Yeah. He was pretty indignant about my question. <laughs> Rightfully so. But I was like, wait, what? Is the matrix real? Um, so <laughs> I can see and dodge yeah, the bullets. I, I can dodge. <laughs> You're just standing uh, down there in the paintball range, dodging all the paintballs. Oh man! Dodge and the stupid. Uh, and it's funny because, and in that, you know, you do not shoot anybody within six feet. Well, I snuck up around this thing, and my sister shot oh. me from like two feet away, point blank. She got like startled because I snuck up on her, and she like, yeah. I'm like, you're dead because you're not. You if you get that close, you can be like. You're dead. And point, oh, I see. Not shoot. We were in an indoor place, and she's like, ah, and like blast me and starts shooting at me. Like, and I turned around so I had no like protection and shot me right in the back, like big old well. I'm like, what are you doing? It hurts so much. Yeah, um, I think I told these stories, but the, the few times that I played with other people, like when we brought other people to play, or we played, we did play one organized. I can't remember all the details, but I kept shooting people in the face, basically. <laughs> but they had like. Shield time, well, right? they'd have their masks on, but one – I was chasing this – it was a girl too. I was chasing this one girl like through the woods Yeah, and she, she turned around to try to shoot and she tripped and fell down <laughs> right as I shot her. Mm. And the paint went under her mask and like straight up her nose basically. Mm. You know, like, in, her, in her face, every, it could have been very bad because it could have like hit her in the eyes. Yeah. Uh, no, she got goggles on. But it went under her mask and like up her nose. Um. And then the other time, this guy, again, I don't remember what this situation was. This guy kept, was hiding behind a log and he kept popping his head up, popping his head up, popping his head up. And and I'm like, okay. So I'm just aiming to where he was and timing it. And I shot, like shot right when he popped up and it hit him above his goggles. Oh no. But just like right at the hairline. So it hit him like right at his hairline. And it, it like knocked him out. What? He, he, he like fell over and was like out of it for a little. I had to run. I ran over there because it was like, I think there was another guy with him. And they're, you know, they're mad at me. Like, what did you do? Why did you do that? I'm like, we're all shooting at each other. What's different? What are you mad at me for? Like, guy's sticking his head up. So Wait, I they're mad at it. you? Yeah. They were I'm like, mad you at me step foot on the thing with a gun and you're shooting at people. I like, I don't think. <laughs> Yeah, like for you shot him in the face. That's what I could see. Oh man, yeah. Je- it's my son calls that the Jerry Gap. What and it's called the space? Oh, for, yeah, yeah, the helmet space between the-, the top of your goggles and the bottom of your helmet. Right. If you have your yeah. forehead showing at all, it's called the Gaper Gap or the Jerry <laughs> Gap. People get teased because it looks weird. It looks weird, and you're skiing, and you're bundled head to toe, but you've got this strip of skin on your forehead that's basically getting frostbitten because. It does look weird. It does look very strange. Yeah, I mean, it means you're also wearing or not wearing your helmet correctly because your helmet's too far right. back, right? Right. Yeah, if you're listening and you enter into like snow sports and you don't know about Jerry of the Day, go look at Jerry of the Day. It's the fun. <laughs> they have water skiing and stuff too in the summer, but it's hilarious. It's people doing water dumb skiing. things. Third eye when the people are always wearing their helmets backwards. That's always a great one. Those are amazing. Yeah. I, we have one friend that does that all the time. His mom friend. And, and it's one of the pointy helmets. So yeah. The point is 
<laughs> oh no, hers hers is one of the round ones. It's like a one of those skateboarding ones. But it's still it. it's like it's like a it that can't feel right. Yeah, what are it you can't doing? feel right. And <laughs> the strap, how do you like buckle the strap and then all like <laughs> choking? Yeah, it's, it's all weird. She just rides off. Like, are you serious? Are you just trolling me? What? Just take it off. Leave it home. What are you doing? <laughs> all right. <clears throat> um. So I don't know if I'd recommend paintball. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know if it would go well. Just it's just a it's seems. a it's one of these things. I think like some people would be some of the kids would be into it, and some of the kids would be totally not into it. So it's like this is a part of the the only part about scouts that I'm like mm, this is a problem because it's sort of like so inclusive that. But you're like, we want to go on a five mile hike. Ah, uh, but uh, yeah. Fat Johnny can't hike more than you know <laughs> two Fat miles. Jo- and uh, what? That's his name. They actually named him Fat Johnny. <laughs> and they're like, well, Fat Johnny's too fat. Like he's not. Like everybody can't go because one kid doesn't think. Like I don't mean to be a jerk about it, but like, and we don't. Um, we yeah. don't really have a super kid like that. But there are kids that are like don't like to hike more than two miles. So it's like. I know he has asthma. You know, it's like what? All right. <laughs> wow. Then don't do the activity. Yeah. Well, so you need to be able to split those things up, obviously. Yeah. And I don't know that. So we had our and related to that, right? So we had our first first of many soccer meetings last night, and this uh, I was this specifically I was meeting with the coaches. To try to get the missing information from players that, you know, well, we didn't have information for. So that I could do rankings and assign them to teams by skill level. Well, this is a contentious subject. And one of the coaches was really losing his mind over this because he's like, I, you know, I want to keep my players and Ugh. they've been playing together for so long and they really should stay together and this and that. Um, and... <sighs> And thankfully, the president was on the call, too. And I'm like, well, that's listen, that's not the way we've just got. And he explained the whole thing. He's like, no, listen, we it's scientifically proven all this stuff. We've read all these studies and we decided as a league that we're going to we're going to tier the team so that girls can play with like kids can play with like skill levels. It's better for them. It's better for everybody. It's not good for an unskilled player to be playing with a skilled players that are way better than they are because they will feel intimidated, you know, on average. Mm-hmm. And they will kind of push back into their shell. They won't do well because they'll get dominated by the other team. It's much better for them to play with a team of like-skilled players so they can play against like-skilled players. And he's just indignant about the whole thing just because he wants to have this set of girls on his team. But that made it very easy. I'm like, great. I'm so glad we can say that because that's, that's, I can just say that to every everyone that asks. Nope. We're going to get their rankings. We're going to do the best we can with getting the rankings to be accurate. And then we're just going to sort the list and then draw the line. Doot, doot, doot. There's a line, you know, each team. And then we'll figure out the coaches after. Because the problem that's happening right now is that the line is drawn and like all of the coaches are on the A team. All the coaches are, all the kid, coaches' kids are on the A team and no one's on the B team and the C team. So that's, that's something that happens. Mm. Uh, and we'll have to figure that out. But it reminds me of that sort of thing where it's like, we're just, no, we're just not going to do it. Like you got to make the cut. And it, it'd be nice if we had a little more leeway to say things like that. If you're going to go on this five mile hike, you've got to be able to run a mile in under 10 minutes or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you could do that. You could be like, listen, we got to, we've got to, 
we've got to filter a little bit. So to know, like, we'll be in danger if we if we bring someone along that can't make it. You're going to endanger everyone else. But I do feel like that's I, setting that criteria can be to could be arbitrary, I suppose. And they'd be like, "You're just trying to filter out Fat Johnny," and it's like, "Well, not specifically." But if he can run the, the mile in under 10 minutes, then great. He'll make the five miles, you know. How'd you come up with that number? You know, you looked at his time from gym class, whatever. It's like, no, I, I didn't. And yeah, I got it from this whatever. Where do you get it from? Where do you get that criteria from? I have no idea. But I, w- I wish we were able to do that. We do it with more. swimming. I mean, the kids have to pass a swim test. Kids have to pass a swim test. Otherwise, they'll drown and die. Yeah, right. right? <laughs> so you should be able to do it with a hiking test. I don't know how you do it at a hiking test. It's like, it's not as, it's not as. Same exact same. thing. Right. You want to go on the five mile hike? Show us that you can yeah. hike five miles. And it's weird because we'll do, we're doing, the next thing we're doing is we're going to plan on going the Sacco River camping, right? So we get in canoes oh, yeah. and then they canoe for the day and then they set up camp and they do their thing and then they canoe the next day. And you can't go if you haven't passed the swim test. Well, why don't we do the same thing? But it's on land. But now it's like, no, we can't do it because. Water is a very specific so fear. People are very afraid of water. Well, uh, I think we we you we rejected. <laughs> I think they're afraid yeah, because of drowning. We, we and you can't, you can't breathe, breathe it. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we rejected. So basically, we rejected a family from our our river trip for that reason. And really? one of the other parents was like, oh, you know, maybe they can make it and this kind of thing. But one of the kids couldn't swim at all, and not only could he not swim, but he would like have panic attacks uh, if he was. And didn't take instruction. And he's listing all these things. Like, he'll freak out, not take instruction, probably punch the closest person to... Like, n- absolutely not. Wow. Yeah, that's... <laughs> like, uh... what? We're not putting that kid in a boat on any kind of oh anything ever. Uh, so, yeah. Hmm. But he, he was nervous. He didn't want to say no to them. Like, I will say no. I will handle it for you. Oh, did you? And how did they take it? Well, they were fine. They're just like um, because they they didn't know themselves. They're like, well, we we think because they're they're their kid, right? It's their kid, so they're like, we take them on other things, and maybe we can manage yeah. it. Like, no, it's not worth the risk. Like, that's not going to be manageable. Hmm. Just don't do it. We've started to get um, we've had two cases now within the last. I don't know if I should share this, but of drowning? No, you know what? I'm a, <laughs> I can't not share. Well, we could we could splice it out. We're starting to see so. Uh, full disclosure, my kids, as you know, my kids have not been vaccinated until last Thursday now. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they were, we were late on it for the chill, for the kids, for the older two. Um, I have four kids. So it was always to me, like, if we can't do something because of the vax, like I can't like bring the older. Two. Anyways, I had a whole bunch of reasons. Not all of them. Well, none of them were really, as it, it doesn't turns, matter. None of them as it turns out, we're okay, but we're good, I guess. But whatever. It doesn't matter. Right. But we got, we got. We have since we've started the process, right? So they're one shot in, they got another shot in two more, two and a half weeks, whatever it is. So, but we've had now three different cases where my kids, in order to hang out or go do a thing with somebody else's, well, one, she was, my daughter was flat out told she was, wouldn't be allowed because she wasn't vaccinated. Wow. Uh, my son was asked to get a, uh, vaccine test. And then my, my daughter was only allowed to be in a specific part of somebody else's house. Because she hasn't been vaccinated. So that part's a little weird for me right now. And yeah. um the the invitation, the one thing was, Oh yeah, yeah, you're gonna have you sleep over. And then two weeks later the text message came in and it was like, Well, because of some people's vaccination status, we're not gonna have everybody sleep over. And we were like, What the 
Like this is somebody that my kid hangs out with regularly, but all of a sudden, yeah, he's just sleeping tough over. conversations. I know, I know. Yeah, and I don't know. It, I was kind of. I mean, it was like one thing. It was like, hey, I'd never see you, and you know, whatever. But it was like, I hang out all the time, and now all of a sudden, the sleeping over thing. So, I don't know, man. This part, this 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 cycle we're in now with the vaccine and exclusions, and just like how people respond to other people. <laughs> you'll be fine and, once they once they're done. Then you'll be included. I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I <laughs> and guess. then they'll, they'll be on the other side and excluding other people. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, to me, I just would never be like, if, if I'm going to, um, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know. Well, you got to go on, look at it on this sort of sliding scale thing. Right. And this is where people are having a hard time with the decisions. And yeah. Just, you imagine you like, I don't know, imagine one of your kids is in the hospital with some, uh, something where they had to get a bone marrow transplant, you know, where they, they, they're like sorely immunocompromised. Right. And your friend's like, Hey, we're going to have a dart night, right? We're coming over to your house and I've got a bit of a cold, but it's cool. If you'd be like, hell no, you're not coming over like heck <laughs> double H E hockey sticks. Cause if I catch your cold, I can't go see my kid. Right. Now that's an extreme example. It's, somewhat relatable but you catch it's cold you can't go see your kid well, you don't want to carry that on yeah, but now fine. they're ex- yeah. extending it they're extending it yes it's it's a little looser and broader and and not as likely of course but that's where they're like okay well where do uh how do you decide now i am on the camp that i'm enjoying a little bit of the fact that we've turned the dial the other way because i hate getting sick every winter with some office cold or flu that rips through everybody it's the worst i'm not worried about dying it's just obnoxious when you get this like uh, every somebody in the office was sick again and it just ripped through everyone and you can't follow it because it got to you from some other angle and just ugh. if we could fix that it'd be great and if, if if working remote fixes it or mask wearing in schools fixes it um I'm, i just think it's it's yeah, but I don't know, man. It's part of life. We can't be like <laughs> living mm, in fear. I don't know if that's a, it's not what I mean by living in fear. I just I don't know. We got to be consistent, I think. And it's like all of a sudden, like it's hard. Yeah. When we, when my son was at <laughs> here's some irony, right? Lost so my son went to scout camp. Every yeah. single kid there um, got sick. <laughs> and came home sick with some while they were there or came home with some kind of this cold. Except my son he was the only one who didn't. Really? And like, and do you know who was the only one that wasn't vaccinated at camp? Well, <laughs> my son. Yes, now I'm not. Listen. I'm not. I'm not sitting here saying the that did it. Yeah, I'm not for sure. correlating those. I'm not causating those two things. Correlated uh, causation. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not mm-hmm. saying I'm, it's coincidence. Is what I'm saying. I'm not. Please don't let, misunderstand. Like he wasn't vaccinated, so he didn't get sick. Not at all. What I'm saying. I'm just saying that. I just. It's. We, Sickness is something that we're going to have to deal with. We have to figure out how to get out of this without... Uh... But we can reduce it. I mean, why do they wear masks in hospitals? Like, why do physicians Sure, we can reduce it. Masks? That's fine. Yeah, but like... Because their patients used to die gonna start, when they would... We're going to start, like... People are going to start, like, ruining relationships over these freaking masks and COVID. Yeah, maybe. Well, I, again, I think we, we go through these... We go through these cycles as people all the time that are uh, what you call over... No, under-dampened. You remember this from physics? I bring this up all the time. 
So instead of it's like a shock absorber, right? So instead of going one way and then returning to normal yeah. in one motion, we sort of bounce back and forth, but then it gets sort of smaller and smaller. Our bouncing gets smaller until we settle into a into something. And it may be that we are horribly underdampened and we bounce back and forth forever, which is like what we do with elections and stuff. But so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> sure. There'll be some things that trickle out of this, like some people will wear masks forever in different situations, and it'll become a little more. It'll be, people won't. Uh, well, it's strange that people scream at them for doing it. That part is weird to me. No, I'm not like that. That's attack them and stuff. That's that's crazy to me. But if someone like I don't know, like I don't go around asking, making sure everybody else has all these other vaccines for their kids, right? Well, you know, we, we've had to do that. Uh, right. We've had to sort of, uh, we kind of do that. We, we, I mean, we require them for school already and to travel to Brazil and stuff. You got to have certain vaccines. Yeah. But so we've, I mean, we've done this. We've already integrated these things into society. You have to have vaccines to attend kindergarten, certain vaccines, right? Or you, you get a religious exemption, right? I mean, or there are, I, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to make light and I don't have the religious exemptions, but right? no. And, and don't get me wrong. Like I, on the flip side of this, some people that I have, uh, the same thing. Like I, I don't, I was a, I was frustrated with the one person who was like, Hey, I invited your daughter over, but now I'm totally retracting that because she's not the mm-hmm. vaccine yet, even though they hang out all the time. That person, I was like, mm, that wasn't that cool. Like the other thing, the one, the one time woman was like, Hey, do you mind getting tested? And there's something going around. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. It's a hassle, but we did it. Um, but then on the flip side, like, some people I hang out with who I know are deniers. They're like basically deniers. They, like they are putting stuff on face. I saw a Facebook post go by. And this is why I never go on there. I, every time I'm five minutes on there. Anyways. And they're like all this stuff and then like sterilization and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, wait, what? You, this isn't a thing that's real. Like that's not happening. We would have seen some of this by now. Right. If you, and then. You know, and I'm just like, Wait, med I, links. That's all you gotta say. But then I'm making the same decision now. I'm starting to think like maybe I don't want my kids in their like the, that social circle right now, or, or maybe I don't want to like go and and you know, right? I'm like, uh, so I'm doing the same thing. So I get, I can kind of relate to the some of it. Also at the same time, I'm just like, but I don't know. I like to be in the middle. <laughs> Jiminy <laughs> <laughs> <Jimmy> Christmas. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just think I think it's like you gotta kind of like let people be people and make their own decisions. I don't know the judgment. Well, like, yeah, hard that's lines. part of that's part of the politics, right? We sort of strategize around yeah. diplomacy. We strategize things around expecting people to behave in predictable ways. Yeah, but you know, you mentioned politics, but I know the one person's super liberal, on the other end, Trump, like. Right. So, and that's why I, I, I don't even, yeah, I don't even mean it's always affiliated that way. Just the, that kind of like, forget COVID, just the, the wave of anti-vaxxing mentality that swept through parents over the last kind of generation. I don't know. There was a weird generation of that for a while where it was like, I'm going to use essential oils instead. Kind of like, what? Where are we getting this from? What is happening? <laughs> it's all just kind of disinformation. That kind of came that, back. Yeah. That, yeah. That's like yeah. new too. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, we're running long. Mountain biking is fun. Yeah. I don't know, Maybe man. Could... Just uh, cue the music. <laughs> Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search Dads Being Dads Podcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.